The following is an exclusive presentation of the iSchool Sports Network. Welcome in to High School Basketball, brought to you in part by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank, Ressa's Unique Boutique, Trailer Health and Rehab, Meadows Farm Equipment, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, and the Randolph Leader. Now we go courtside for high school basketball on the iSchool Sports Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Randolph County Tournament live on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Taylor Jones, Tim Altor coming to you live from the gymnasium on the campus of Hanley High School where we've got the final first-round matchup of the 2020 County Tournament. This will feature the varsity boys action between the Wadley Bulldogs and the Woodland Bobcats. It's going to be a very interesting matchup. Uh, you and I were talking about it, Tim. Wadley owns a three-point win over Woodland at their place. Woodland owns a three-point win over Wadley at their place. They now meet for the third time on the neutral floor. How do you think this one's going to pan out? It, I'm uh, I'm excited to find out. I really don't know, and that's that's kind of the first time we're able to say that in any of these games this tournament. It's been a one-sided affair in all of the three previous games. Hanley has had its way on both the boys and girls' side. Woodland's girls, a uh, very dominant performance against Randolph County last night. So this game is really a, a toss-up. And the way these two teams have played each other in the two previous matchups it really bears that out. I was at the first game down at Wadley, and Woodland was in that game up until the very end. Wadley needed a little bit of a rally to finish that game on top and ended up winning by three, 54-51. Back on December 9th, you were at the game at Woodland. Kind of the same story in reverse. Woodland had to come back and win that game by three, 41-38. So, uh Three points separating these two teams in two matchups already. I hope we get a good one tonight, and it's a good crowd here. You look, you can't see it looking across the gym at the Hanley and Randolph County sections, but these Wadley and Woodland sections on the side where we're sitting are packed. Two fan bases that travel very well, regardless if it's just over the road, uh, probably 15 minutes in either direction for uh, Hanley and Woodland. Uh, Going to go over our starting lineups first for the Wadley Bulldogs. Here's Tim Altor. Wadley with Kalen Cottle. Isaac Minifield, Jonathan Poole, he's, he's going to be their leading scorer on the season is Poole. Poole scored his 1,000th point, point earlier this season, uh, earlier this week in a game against Horseshoe Bend. Poole has had a good career, and he'd love to add a county tournament victory to that career. Rest of the starting lineup, Lakevian O'Neill, and in the middle, Elijah Beverly for Wadley. Now for the Woodland Bobcats decked out in their road uh, blues tonight. Junior Casey Smith, sophomore number 10, Jackson Lovern, number 15, Brock Edwards, who played a key hero in putting that game away earlier this week by hitting two free throws to give them a three-point advantage. He's starting tonight. Senior Briar Morris and senior the big man, six-foot-nothing, Jacob Champion. Going to take a quick timeout when we come back. Tip-off between the Woodland Bobcats and the Wadley Bulldogs. This is the Randolph County Tournament live from Hanley High School on iSchool Sports Network. Find all of the latest fashion at Ressa's Unique Boutique in Roanoke. Ressa's Unique Boutique makes it easy to find the right pieces to add to your closet or even revamp your wardrobe with the latest styles in dresses, sweaters, shoes, handbags, and jewelry. Also shop Ressa's for jellies, salsas, and phone accessories. You can even tan at Ressa's. Ressa's Unique Boutique, 3164 Highway 431, Suite 1 in Roanoke. Shop online anytime at Ressa'sUniqueBoutique.com. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal. 
the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. Back to the Randolph County Tournament live on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Taylor Jones, Tim Altort, live from the gymnasium at Hanley High School. The final first-round matchup of the county tournament. Winner of this game will get the pleasure of taking on the Hanley Tigers tomorrow night, prime time, 7.30 here at Hanley High School. Jonathan Poole, Jacob Champion, will control the tip here. We're ready to go. And it will be Woodland controlling the tip. They will be shooting at the basket to our right. If you're listening how we're looking at it, he'll dump it off to Casey Smith, middle of the floor. Decides to go right side to Brock Edwards, loses the handle, grips it immediately, goes inside to Morris. Morris inside to Champion. Champion will swing it outside to Casey Smith, a little bit more space to work with. It will be now a, uh, so what was the call there? It wasn't a three-second violation. Three-second violation in the lane. So Woodland will give up possession. 7.39 7.39 to go first quarter. Jonathan Poole, Mr. 1,000 with the basketball. Congratulations to him earning his 1,000th point against Horseshoe Ben on Tuesday night. Kalen Cottle with the basketball inside to Elijah Beverly off the backboard and good, and Wadley strikes first. Senior Elijah Beverly. They've got a handful of seniors on this Wadley basketball team. Briar Morris inside the lane this time. Throws it off the backboard. No good. Rebounded by Beverly. Jonathan Poole, another one of those seniors. A completely different story uh, than the girls' team. Long three for Kalen Cottle up and no good. Rebounded by Jacob Champion. You've got a handful of seniors on this Wadley basketball team. Not many on Woodland's basketball team. And very little uh, senior laid in action on the girls' side of the ball. But on the boys' side, completely different story. Champion looks to drive inside, shot up, and a foul. They're going to get Minifield with the... Getting a block on the wrist, and Jacob Champion will go to the line. Jacob Champion, a handful of times this year, he's gotten into the 20s for his team. First shot, back of the rim, no good. Yeah, Champion's really found his game. It's been nice to see him do that this year. He's been a player on the varsity for Woodland for a couple of years, but he's really become a focal point of this offense. He's good from about 15 feet in. He likes to play around the free throw line and below, and if he gets that ball up anywhere in that range, he's he's got a good shot of knocking it down. Sinks his second shot. It's now 2-1 to one in favor of the Bulldogs. 
Cottle with the basketball. Trying to find somebody around. No one will get it. Jackson Lovern attempting to steal. It will go right into the hands of Beverly. He's guarded by two Bobcats. He'll pass it off to Cottle, who will then swing it out right side to Jonathan Poole from three. Off the mark, no good. Rebounded by Cottle. He'll back up outside the perimeter. We go inside to Minifield this time. Now inside to Buckshot. That's going to be off. About maybe another inch or two, and that one slammed in, but off the mark and rebounded by Morris. And the Bobcats will have the ball again. Casey Smith will swing it out to Jackson Lovern left side. Jackson in turn will look to drive in. He'll shoot it up over everybody. Back of the rim, no good. Rebounded by O'Neal. O'Neal right side to Cottle. Cottle now back to Poole. Still in three-point territory. Has not quite made it inside the perimeter yet. Poole looks to drive inside. Goes right side. No look pass to Cottle, and he'll sink that one from three. Very quickly now, five to one in favor of the Dogs. Casey Smith calling someone to help him out. He'll go to Champion, who will then go inside to Morris. Morris avoiding a travel call. will throw it to Casey Smith, and he shoots it from three. Front of the rim, no good. Rebounded by Buckshot. Buckshot will throw it to Poole right side, who will then go to Beverly. Beverly swinging again to a wide open. Kalen Cottle, that one's going to be off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Brock Edwards. Edwards will slow down now, getting across midcourt. He'll stop, swing it out to Casey Smith. Casey will just stop completely, hasn't dribbled yet. Now he does. Trying to get the game plan together to try to get it inside the basket. They find Jackson Lover under the basket. He loses the handle. Kind of lost his uh, footing, and Wadley will have the basketball. They'll throw inside. It will be Minifield shot up, and no good, and it will be rebounded by Jackson if he can hold on to it. Lover and Will will throw it right side to Edwards. Edwards right side to Smith. Smith now inside to Morris. Foul call. Yeah, a little too a little too aggressive there by Minifield defensively. Reached over the back of Morris as Morris was posting him up. Can't do that. Five to one, 439 first quarter. Bobcats with the basketball. Casey Smith will take the inbound. He'll throw it directly back in to Brock Edwards, who will throw it up. He gets tangled up with a few dogs, including a had as well. Kalen Cottle will throw it up and it's blocked out of bounds by Jackson Lovern. Good play to swat that one out cleanly while they'll get the ball into their basket but again you're not going to find very many clean blocks like that anymore. Edwards will check out of the ball game. Dalton Bowen will go in. Tate Bradford will come in for the senior Briar Morris. Same five on the floor for Wadley as they lead 5-1 with 4.27 to go in the first. Inside, Jonathan Poole over. Debo, no good. Bowen will get the inbound. He'll then pass it off to Casey Smith, who's kind of the field general for this Woodland basketball team. Offense starts with him. They're going to get a travel call, I believe. No, the clock is running. He didn't stop the clock. We had the same problem a handful of times in the boys' game last night, too. Inbounding in front of the Wadley bench is Dalton Bolin. He'll give it out to Casey Smith. Casey looking over left side, trying to get Jackson Lovern in position. Once he gets there, he'll throw it over to him. He'll give it to Dalton Bolin in the meantime. Inside scoring for Tate Bradford, loses the handle. It's picked up by the Bulldogs. Here comes Kalen Cottle. He'll back up. Backside to O'Neal. Now right to Kalen. Cottle will back up, goes across the court to Jonathan Poole. Poole now back to Cottle. Cottle looking for somewhere inside. Woodland's not going to let him in. Tight perimeter defense, what Woodland has been known for all year long. If you can get inside on him, you're very lucky. 
Jonathan Poole will take a three ball, no good, and Dalton Bolin tried to save it from going out of bounds, but it will be Wadley ball under their basket. A lot of standing around for the Wadley Bulldogs on the offensive end against this Woodland zone. So far, they need to get some motion, get some things a little more active on the offensive end, does Wadley. Minifield inbounding to Cottle. Cottle back to O'Neill. Now back to Cottle, middle of the floor. Again, outside the perimeter, Woodland playing tough. Poole will penetrate over three. Bobcats shot up, no good. Rebounded by Jacob Champion. Jackson Lovern will get the pass over on the right side. Woodland looking to make their first field goal of the night. They're down 5-1, to 3.18 to go first quarter. Jackson Lovern in three-point territory. He goes in, spins once, spins twice. He loses the ball. He'll somehow come up with it after it bounced off about three Wadley Bulldogs. He'll pass it out. Travel called on Jacob Champion as he was looking to pivot his foot and pass it to the left side. Well, the defenses are owning the day right now on both ends. Wadley's gotten a couple of buckets, but it's really been sloppy offense for both teams in the early going. Kalen Cottle with the basketball now for the Bulldogs. He'll go left side to Beverly. Beverly now back to Cottle. Cottle outside to Minifield. Thought about taking the shot. He'll back off. He goes inside this time to Poole. Poole throws it up. Good block from Jacob Champion. It goes out of bounds. Jacob Champion, Dalton Bowling. Heck of a defensive effort there. Last touch by Poole, and it will be Bobcat basketball. Seen a lot of really good defense like we saw on Monday night when these two teams got together. It's all going to be about who gets hot at the right time offensively. So far, it's Wadley, but they haven't scored in quite some time. Three ball for Bowling up and no good. Rebounded by Elijah Beverly. He'll dump it to Kalen Cottle right side. He's looking to drive in. He'll throw it up, and that one's going to be good. Rare opportunity for them to get so far ahead of the Woodland defense that they have an opportunity to score. It's now 7-1. 2-14 first quarter. Casey Smith with the basketball, throws it to Champion. Champion calling for somebody under the basket, can't find it. Jackson Lovern will get it on the left wing. He'll now pass it back to Casey Smith, and will try to redirect his offense. He'll go right side to Bowen. Bowen inside now to Champion. Won't take a dribble. He'll go back to Casey Smith. Casey inside to Jackson Lovern. Jackson penetrates the perimeter. No look pass to Smith, who will then give it to Champion off the rim and good. Jacob Champion has all three of Woodland's points to this point, and it's now 7-3, probably the most offense we've seen in a 30-second period and probably about a minute or two, maybe even longer than that. 7-3, Elijah Beverly attempts a three ball. That's no good. Coming down with it, they're fighting over it. Casey Smith comes down. He gets it to Tate Bradford. Two on one for Bradford. Throws it off the backboard. No good. Rebounded by Dalton Bowen. One step away from going out of bounds. He can't hold on to the ball and get his footing at the same time. He loses it. Wadley basketball. Left side, Kalen Cottle from three. Back of the rim, no good. Rebounded by Lovern. Here comes Lovern driving down. And I don't know what happened there. Did he slip? He kind of went about three feet in the air and lost the ball. Don't know what happened. That was an awkward dribble by Lover, and I think he was sort of indecisive about what he was going to do once he realized he was well defended. He tried to hammer the ball onto the floor and get around his man, but fell over and traveled. Will be Wadley basketball inside a minute to go first quarter, 7-3 to three in favor of the Dogs here on Friday night. Kalen Cottle will go left side. Butt shot O'Neal from three. Back of the rim. Oh, my goodness. How did that one not go in? Wadley gets the rebound. Poole will get it, and he'll get the three-point play. Or will he? Yeah, they're going to call the foul against Woodland. Will be a foul on Brock Edwards. 
Going to the line for the three-point play will be Jonathan Poole. His first points of the night. Looking for three right here. Next shot from Poole. Off the rim, no good. Rebounded, Jackson Lovren in the corner. 33 seconds to go. He'll dump it off to Casey Smith. Smith, the field general here, will look for a way to get inside. 25 seconds to go. Brock Edwards heavily contested in three ball. Foul called. Yeah, Minifield got him. That'll be a second. And that's kind of problematic right now for Woodland that we're not calling Brock Edwards' name very much. He has not been involved in the offense, and Woodland is at its best when he is sort of the centerpiece of that offense. He may not score the most points every night, but when you think of some of the clutch moments that Woodland basketball has had this year, number 15's been behind a majority of them. Jackson Lover with the basketball now. Seven seconds to shoot for Woodland. They'll go out. It'll be... Jackson Lover, and he works for the last shot off the rim. No good. Your score at the end of the first quarter, Wadley 9, Woodland 3. We're back with more of the county tournament live from Hanley on Iceville Sports Network in a moment. Home loans from First Bank, featuring new longer terms with fixed rates, no minimum loan amount, and loans serviced at a local branch. Fast, friendly customer service from people you know at First Bank. And don't forget the all-new First Bank Go Mobile app, allowing you to make mobile deposits, pay bills, check balances, transfer funds, and more. First Bank, with offices in Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Goodwater, and Hollis Crossroads. First Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows farmequipment.com Welcome back to the Randolph County Tournament live from Hanley High School on iSchool Sports Network. Taylor Jones, Tim Altork. Final varsity action in the first round is Wadley taking on the Woodland Bobcats here in varsity boys action. Winner will get Hanley tomorrow night in prime time at 7.30. Elijah Beverly loses the handle of the ball. Casey Smith will dribble inside to Brock Edwards off the rim. No good! Didn't quite get enough of the backboard, and Wadley will get the rebound. Buckshot O'Neill with the ball now. We'll go right side to Kalen Cottle. Cottle, he's got a three-pointer so far, swings it out to O'Neill. O'Neill inside. They're making some precision passes here, even though they're being heavily guarded. They lose that one as soon as I say it. Sorry, Bulldog fans. Three-pointer from Jackson Lovern. Front of the rim, no good. Nine to three, your score here as we go to the second quarter. All offense so far from Woodland coming from Jacob Champion. He's got a two-point field goal and a free throw attempt that he's sunk. Leading scorer for the Bulldogs is five points, Caitlin Cottle. Jonathan Poole goes right side to Cottle. Cottle inside to O'Neill. Garrett Masters, who checks into the game for the second quarter, will have it. Now a three-point play for Beverly. Beverly with the shot. Woodland got a hand on it, which really deflected the shot in the second opportunity point for Elijah is up and good. He's got four. Good, strong work on the offensive glass by Elijah Beverly. Driving on the baseline, got the shot up, then got his own rebound and put it back in on the second chance. Smith with the ball now, goes right side to Lovern. Lovern to a wide open Jacob Champion who swings it to the wing for Casey Smith. Wadley now turning up there 
inside defense. Woodland's having a hard time getting in. Oh, and they'll lose the grip there. It'll be Elijah Beverly, Briar Morris, the only one there. He'll go inside to O'Neal. Lost grip of it, and that allowed Woodland to catch up. He'll go for a long two for Cottle. That one's no good. Saved by Beverly on the left wing. Beverly just picked Brock Edwards' pocket. That was a beautiful defensive play by Elijah Beverly on the perimeter on the other end to set up this possession for Wadley. Jacob Champion last touched it for Woodland as it goes out of bounds. Eli Rollins, Xander Morales will come into the game for the Bobcats, checking in for Briar Morris and Jackson Lover. So on the floor for the Cats, Morales, Jacob Champion, Brock Edwards, Eli Rollins, Casey Smith for Woodland, Isaac Minifield, downtown, Tay Brown, Elijah Beverly, Kalen Cottle, Jonathan Poole. Garrett Masters coming out of the ball game in place of Minifield. Now the original starting five for the Dogs are out there. Trying to get more height out there on the floor is what Woodland's trying to do as they've got three tall guys at six foot or more in their backcourt. Poole with the basketball now. Being guarded by Rollins. Rollins now back to Brown. Brown will go inside center for Elijah, and that's going to be no good, but a foul's called. And judging by Coach Decker, I don't think it's going Woodland's way. <laughs> He's got the hands on his hips. That will be on. And I don't under, I don't blame him for being frustrated. You got three points two minutes into the second quarter. You know things aren't going your way. First shot from Beverly up and good. The first make from the free uh, free throw line tonight for the Dogs. It's now 12 to three. Next shot from Woodland or excuse me Wadley up and no good. Rebounded by Minifield. Minifield to Brown. Brown inside the pool who's had a about an inch more space than you want to give him. They'll save it. They'll actually go out of bounds off the ankle. Or actually, no, they're going to say it was last touched by Poole. Jonathan Poole and Xander Morales going after that ball. Two really good friends playing against each other tonight for Wadley and Woodland. Smith with the basketball. Bulldogs turning up to a full court press. Xander Morales will get called for travel. Didn't really have his foot set to begin with when he got the ball. So when he was trying to pivot to the right side he didn't dribble the ball really didn't have enough time to dribble and they'll lose the ball he's laughing about it he can't believe it Decker wanted a foul on that he felt like there was contact from Poole who was defending on the play Elijah Beverly with the shot rebounded by Morales Morales over to Casey Smith now Smith looking left side swings it out to Edwards Edwards inside a champion Good to have that big guy inside. Another big guy in is Xander Morales. He'll have it stolen. Here comes Eli Rollins off the backboard. He's got it. Eli Rollins kind of saving the day, the smallest guy out on the floor, making the big play, and it's now 12-5. Taylor Cottle at the other the floor, drives it up the lane, blocked by Champion, and he'll get a foul. Good quick move by Kalen Cottle. That quick first step on the perimeter got, it, got him able to split that outside portion of that zone for Woodland, and he got in the paint and caused a problem for him. Go to the line, Kalen Cottle. He has five to this point. First shot from Cottle, good. Three Bobcats will enter the floor now. Tate Bradford, Briar Morris, Jackson Lovern coming in for Xander Morales, Jacob Champion, and Casey Smith. Next shot from Cottle, up and good. Rollins inbounds to Jackson Lovern. 
Full court press for the Wadley Bulldogs. They swing it left side to Brock Edwards. Edwards looking to drive, goes inside to Bradford off the glass and good. Tate Bradford bench play his first points of the night. More points from their bench than they do their starter so far. Four points for combination of Eli Rollins and Tate Bradford. Poole with the basketball, swings it inside to O'Neal and he's got it. First points of the night for Buckshot. It's now 15 to seven with 4.09 to go until halftime. Nice no look pass there from Jonathan Poole that time. He was looking out on the perimeter and bounced past it without looking into the post to set up O'Neal for that bucket. Lovern drives inside, tries to draw the foul. Be a foul on Cottles to go to the line will be Lovern. It'll be interesting to see if Wadley stays in that press. They started to run it a little bit here in the second quarter, but Woodland just broke it and got an easy basket out of it. We'll see how long Wadley sticks with it. First shot from Jackson Lovern up and good. Five points in the quarter for the Bobcats. They now trail 16 to eight. Second opportunity points from Lovern. Back of the rim, no good, rebounded by O'Neal. Woodland going half-court defense this time. Poole will dump it off to Cottle. Cottle inside, kind of throwing everybody off. They go slow. Elijah Beverly underneath the basket was waiting on it. He throws it up easily, 18-8. to That's that movement off the ball by Elijah Beverly. Got himself into an open spot in that zone, and Cottle found him. Nice pass. Eli Rollins with the basketball now. Goes inside to Tate Bradford. Bradford double dribble. He stopped dribbling to see where his feet were on the floor. He was about half a step away from being out of bounds, and once he saw where his footing was, he went back down with the dribble, and unfortunately, he can't do that. So they'll turn the ball over again. Kalen Cottle with the basketball for the Dogs. Buckshot now back to Kalen. Kalen's working it inside for Minifield. And again, Elijah Beverly, there he is, underneath the basket. The big guy's got nine points already. And Coach Decker and the Bobcats are going to call a timeout to kind of slow down this wildly offense. Three minutes to go until halftime, 20-8 to eight in favor of the Dogs. You're listening to Randolph County Basketball Tournament Live from High School Sports. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robertson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix it right the first time, guaranteed with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to installation or warranty work, whatever you need, Robertson's Air Repair has you covered. Give Robertson's Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robertson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. 20-8 20-8 in favor of Wadley. Three minutes to go until halftime. The Bobcats calling a timeout there to slow down Wadley's offense. And Wadley kind of lulling them to sleep a second before they quickly fired under the basket. Woodland not quite ready for it. So now maybe that'll give Woodland some time to adjust to what Wadley's doing offensively. Bobcats with the basketball. Jackson loving right in front of the bench. And a foul called. No, he stepped out oh, he of stepped bounds. Out. He stepped out. Okay. Yeah, that last sequence there where Wadley trying to lull uh, Woodland to sleep there, that really seemed to work for him there. Well, yeah, I mean, one quick pass into the post and then an interior passing down low, got an open look for Beverly. It's just been precision passing for Wadley. Pool on the other end of the floor, short. Isaac Minifield will take a shot. He's short again, and a foul will be called as Tate Bradford did all he could to uh, try to block the shot, but he ends up on Lacadian's back. 
or pulls back rather. Somebody turn the lights off again tonight. <laughs> is that is that a thing that happens specifically at 7.52 p.m.? I think it's a scheduled uh, <laughs> light check. First shot from pool up and good. He has three, and it's now 21 to eight dogs. Pool's had a lot of shots inside the three-point line that he'll tell you he should have hit. He's had some good clean looks, and he hasn't really been able to hit them consistently. It's a good sign for Wadley that they're still ahead as much as they are without him going very well offensively. He makes his second one. It's now 22-8 to eight with 2.10 to go until halftime. Bradford with the basketball for the Bobcats. Right side, Jackson Lover. Jackson Lover will swing it out to Casey Smith. Smith thought about going left to Edwards, but he'll find Tate Bradford inside, and Bradford actually loses it behind him. Ball up for grabs. Casey Smith comes up with it. Elijah Beverly will swat it out of his hands, and Wadley's got it under oh, their basket. And they, I think they were so surprised that they had a wide-open basket, they kind of lost the handle themselves. It goes out of bounds. A bad opportunity to miss right there. Wadley had a four-on-nobody fast break and couldn't even get a shot out of it as they lost it out of bounds. Tough break for the Bulldogs. Casey Smith with the basketball now. 145 to go until halftime. Cats trail widely 22 to 8. Jackson Lover looking to drive inside. He's being heavily guarded by Poole. Casey Smith, a long three, just short. Rebounded by Jacob Champion, who will then lose it. Elijah Beverly picks it up. He'll throw it left side to Poole. Very similarly, he'll step out of bounds. Very very close to what happened the last time around where they had a fast break but couldn't really uh, grasp the concept that they had an easy shot and they go out of bounds with it. And Coach Zachary talking with the head official about that one and that was a lot closer than the previous call. Well, the, the argument is that the official wasn't even on the baseline to make that call. If he's calling a player out of bounds on the baseline, he made the call from right around the Woodland bench and it, where he theoretically couldn't have a clear, clean look at it. Oh, the ran of the floor. Edwards goes up for a shot, and he'll get a charge, or a block, rather. So Edwards will go to the line, looking for his first basket of the night. They trail 22-8. to eight. First shot from Edwards up and good. Since the end of the first quarter, four different Bobcats have scored since Jacob Champion was their entire offense there in the first. Tate Bradford with two, Lovern with one, Brock Edwards with one, Eli Rollins with two. And the defensive intensity of Wadley has really gotten Woodland out of rhythm offensively. Next shot from Edwards, that's going to sink. Good trip to the line for the Bobcats. They now get to within double digits. It's 22 to 10. Inside a minute to go until halftime. Brown will throw it right side to Cottle. They're going to kind of slow down a little bit here, try to work for the last shot. Don't want to give Woodland any kind of momentum going into the locker room. Beverly thought about shooting. Decides he'll get a better shot with Cottle and he'll draw a foul. Good pump fake by Cottle on the baseline. He got his defender in the air and let him fall down on top of him to draw the foul. And Wadley's doing a good job. We talked about it. Beverly had an easy basket out of that same sort of situation where on the baseline, the Wadley players are finding that 
open spot in the zone, and the Wadley guards are getting those passes in there and setting them up. Inbound, it will be Jonathan Poole who will back up and reset. 30 seconds to go until halftime. Dogs on top, 22-10. to 10. Brown will go inside to Buckshot. Buckshot being double-teamed, who will find Elijah Beverly again. They keep leaving that guy open, and he's making him pay 24 to 10. 15 seconds to go. Smith with the basketball. Beverly's been everywhere on both ends of the floor. He's been creating turnovers defensively and very active, obviously, scoring the basketball. Dalton bowling from three. Too much. Rebounded by Brown for Wadley. Kalen Cottle will do it to pull. Pull from three to end the half. No good. And that's how this half will end. 24 to 10 in favor of the Wadley Bulldogs. Going to take a timeout when we come back. Uh, We'll talk about this game, some stats, and what you can expect to see tomorrow night here from the Randolph County Tournament. Exclusive coverage of the Randolph County Tournament live from High School Sports Network is back in a moment. Right now, one in three drivers is cruising around in a state of skepticism about just how much value their car insurance company is delivering. If you're one of them, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke can help you get to a better state because he'll talk with you, listen to you, and help put together a policy that has you written all over it, from cost to coverage, all backed by 24-7 customer support. Feeling less skeptical? Then call State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke and officially get to a better state with State Farm. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Find all of the latest fashion at Ressa's Unique Boutique in Roanoke. Ressa's Unique Boutique makes it easy to find the right pieces to add to your closet or even revamp your wardrobe with the latest styles in dresses, sweaters, shoes, handbags, and jewelry. Also shop Ressa's for jellies, salsas, and phone accessories. You can even tan at Ressa's. Ressa's Unique Boutique, 3164 Highway 431, Suite 1 in Roanoke. Shop online anytime at Ressa'sUniqueBoutique.com. Welcome back to the Randolph County Tournament. Exclusive coverage live on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Taylor Jones, Tim Altork. And it is halftime of the final first round game of the 2020 tournament. The Wadley Bulldogs lead the Woodland Bobcats by a score of 24 to 10. Uh, we saw really good defense there in the first quarter. Uh, Woodland not playing bad defense too, uh, they, but they let little holes slip every now and then. Wadley's taking every advantage of it as they can, especially big number 55, Elijah Beverly. Yeah, he's been a problem all night for this Woodland defense, and it really isn't anything that they're necessarily giving him. He's creating space for himself. Uh, and taking advantage of that space when he gets it. 11 points for Beverly to lead all scores in this game. And like I said right before the break, too, Taylor, he's 
he's sort of been a problem on the defensive end as well. What Woodland, when they get out on the perimeter, he's up there trying to steal passes. He's starting fast breaks. He's doing a lot of things that you wouldn't expect a big man like him to be doing, but he's been everywhere in this ballgame on both ends of the floor. And Jonathan Poole, another one of the guys that we were uh, talking about going into the game, uh, pretty big night against Horseshoe Ben, hitting 1,000 points for his career. He's only got four of uh, this point. You alluded to that in the second quarter, too, where it's uh, good for Wadley, and that really helps them in this game, especially if they're able to function without him getting a lot of the production. That's right, because that's not going to last forever. Jonathan Poole is too good of a scorer to be held to four points in a ball game, so he's going to have an impact on this game on the offensive end before it's all said and done. I would be surprised if that's not the case. So Woodland is going to have to figure something out offensively. They scoring 10 points and a half is not going to do it. They, they've got to figure something out against this Wadley defense. And a credit to the Bulldogs, really on the defensive end, they have been disruptive. Every time a player from Woodland gets the basketball, there's a body on them immediately. There just hasn't been any open looks for Woodland when they have the basketball, and that's something they're going to have to figure out in the second half. Yeah, you know, looking at uh, Jackson Lover and Brock Edwards, uh, you know, uh, you know, again, alluding to something that you said, too, that's kind of a problem for Woodland that we haven't mentioned Brock Edwards' name as much that's as right. we have. Jackson Lover, known as the team's three-point specialist, if you will, has no three-pointers. I don't even think he has a three-point attempt, if I'm not mistaken. If, I, if he has, he's missed it, but he only has one point uh, going into the break. Jacob Champion leading all offensive uh, players with three points for the Cats. Eli Rollins with two. Brock Edwards has two points. Tate Bradford has two points. And as we mentioned, Jackson Lover with one. Uh, Elijah Beverly leading the Bulldogs with 11 points. Kalen Cottle with seven. Jonathan Poole with four. And LaCadian O'Neal <coughs> with two. Going to take another timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about Championship Saturday. That's going to be coming up in around 24 hours live from Hanley High School. And uh, <coughs> we got a lot to talk about, especially the uh, two teams that will be uh, in the champions, the host Hanley Tigers. This is the Randolph County Tournament live from High School Sports Network. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. Home loans from First Bank, featuring new longer terms with fixed rates, no minimum loan amount, and loans serviced at a local branch. Fast, friendly customer service from people you know at First Bank. And don't forget the all-new First Bank Go Mobile app, allowing you to make mobile deposits, pay bills, check balances, transfer funds, and more. First Bank, with offices in Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Goodwater, and Hollis Crossroads. First Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows. Farm equipment.com. 
With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robertson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix it right the first time, guaranteed with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to installation or warranty work, whatever you need, Robertson's Air Repair has you covered. Give Robertson's Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robertson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Halftime of the Randolph County Boys Basketball Tournament. Uh, the final first-round game of the tournament. Wadley leading Woodland by a score of 24-10. to 10. And tomorrow is Championship sh- uh, Saturday, where we know both Hanley Tigers varsity teams, the varsity boys and varsity girls, will be there. The Woodland varsity girls uh, are going to be there as well. And the winner of this game will be taking on the Hanley uh, varsity boys games. And uh, we saw... Both uh, Hanley varsity teams play tonight. Got what we expected. A lot of really good, clean basketball. Yeah, uh, and, you know, Hanley came into this tournament on both sides as the favorites. Uh, They have done nothing to change that status for themselves. A couple of convincing wins for both teams, and they should be well-positioned to defend their county tournament titles. Uh, It'll be interesting to see who comes out of this ball game on the boys' side and possibly uh, maybe give Hanley a run for their money. I don't know. It'll be a tall task either way. Both Hanley boys and girls are going to have a clear advantage in both of those championship games. What did you see from uh, the Hanley girls tonight? Uh, the the big thing, the big highlight for me that stands out about Wadley, they did have a 2 to nothing lead at one point, That's but right. it just seemed like Wadley couldn't get anything done, much like the Randolph County boys last night. I mean, I honestly don't think they played that bad of a basketball game. It's just, you know, when you're – can't even let the ball leave your hands for two seconds without Hanley swatting it away and playing tight defense on you. It's really hard to get a good gauge of just how well you played. But, you know, the Hanley girls kind of did the same thing to the Wobble girls. Yeah, they really just kind of come at you in waves. They they got a deep bench. They've got a lot of athletes. They're stronger than most girls' teams that they're going to play. They, they're not tall. There's not a lot of height on that Hanley girls' team. But they've got girls that can get up and down the floor. They're strong physically, and they can defend. Uh, handle the ball. It's just a good uh, physical athletic team that Hanley puts out on the floor, and it's hard to match up with them if you don't have those same type of athletes. So Hanley can, can really cause you problems, and they did so tonight against Wadley. Woodland Lady Cats last night getting the win over Weedowie. Um, pr- a pretty convincing win. Uh, the big thing that uh, stood out to me was they uh, were really good offensively when they come, when it comes to rebounds. Uh, Shooting-wise, probably could have been a little better, but they were able to pull the ball down exactly uh, once they missed and were able to finally get those points in, too. So that'll be interesting to see yeah, uh, how they stand up with Hanley. They won't be able to to play the way they did last night and be able to stay close with Hanley. They've got to shoot better, does Woodland. They've got to hit those close shots when they have a chance to hit them. And uh, that's going to be a key factor for Woodland if they're going to stay close with Hanley tomorrow night in the girls' championship. Woodland boys are finally making their way back on the floor. Wadley's ready to go, and we've got second-half action between the Bobcats and the Bulldogs live from Roanoke, Alabama, home of the Hanley High School Tigers. And while Woodland files to the bench, they were a little late coming out of the locker room as the halftime clock expired. But want to remind our listeners and hopefully our viewers that we're live on YouTube now, iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Look for us on our YouTube on YouTube at iSchoolSportsNetwork. And you can watch this game as well as listen to it. So if you're listening right now, look us up on YouTube and you can see everything that's happening as we're talking about it. Getting ready for the second half. Brock Edwards will inbound to Casey Smith. 
Woodland now shooting at the basket to our left. Wadley will be at the right. See Edwards if, with the basketball. See if Edwards gets involved early here. And he'll draw a foul in the lane. That's one way to get involved. That's right. And he, he's one of the more, more versatile players, uh, one of more, the more versatile scorers for Woodland. He can create his own shot as much as anybody else on the floor. And that's what they need right now. He'll inbound it, and Wadley will be charged with a kick. If he can get going, if maybe Champion can get going as well, Woodland can get back into this game. It's far from over. Jackson Lovern will take the inbound. He'll set inside, dumps it off to Casey Smith. Smith will take it inside, heavily guarded, but that one will sink. Heck of a play by Casey Smith to just take that one up there. The size disadvantage, he didn't really mind that at all as he went up against six-foot even Elijah Beverly. And to make good, that play. Good to see them attacking on offense. Woodland's sort of been tentative through that first half. Very aggressive first possession there for Woodland. Elijah Beverly on the other end shot up no good. Two cats and a dog fight over it. Goes out of bounds. And it was last touch, they're going to say, by Woodland. And if you're looking at the score saying, well, they're down by 12, Woodland, they were down by 10 points heading into the fourth quarter on Monday of this week and came back and won that game. So this game not over by any means. Kalen Cottle with the basketball now backing up towards midcourt. Swings it out left side to Tay Brown. Buckshot inside to Beverly. No good. Rebounded by Jonathan Poole. Poole will go up with it. Clean block from Jacob Champion, and he'll swat it into the hands of Casey Smith. We're going the other direction. Seven minutes to go, third quarter, 24-12, Wadley. Jackson Lovell with the ball now. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds. A very late call there as he was already halfway to midcourt before they finally blew the whistle. So Kalen Cottle will now take the inbound from Jonathan Poole. Now back to Poole. Swings it back to Cottle. Standing over there uh, around the H in the midcourt logo here at Handler. Poole now back to Cottle, who kind of serves as their field general. Gets everybody lined up. Has to throw it all the way around the court to a wide open. Jonathan Poole sinks it. Woodland playing tight defense, but you can't leave him open outside. You can't leave Elijah Beverly open inside. Wadley taking advantage of every opportunity they're given tonight. Shot up from Lover, and that one's up and no good. Rebounded by O'Neal. Very similar to what happened in the third quarter of their game on Monday night, too. Woodland couldn't take advantage of their opportunities. Wadley could. And they try to throw it inside, and Brown can't grab it. And they go out of bounds. <laughs> Every, wait, hold on, hold every, on a minute. Everybody on the court thought it was Woodland basketball except for the referees. Even the Wadley players thought it was Woodland's ball. So Jonathan Poole will take the inbound now that we've got that confusion out of the way. But I'm not the only one that thought that. Poole will cut left side. Inside to Minifield. He'll lose the grip, and it will be uh, Morris, excuse me, will go into Jackson Lover. Lovern inside to Brock. Brock finds a lane, loses the grip. He'll go up with it, draws the foul. David Hall now on the floor for the Wadley Bulldogs, the original starting five minus uh, Buckshot out there. So you got Beverly, Poole, now David Hall, Tay Brown, and Kalen Cottle. Brock Edwards going to the line for the Bobcats following the foul. Front of the rim, no good. Casey Smith will come out of the game for a second. Eli Rollins goes in. It's now, again, 27-12, 5.40 to go third quarter. Next shot from Brock. 
Back of the rim this time, no good. Rebounded by Hall. He'll pass it off to Jonathan Poole, who's much less guarded than Hall was coming off the rebound. Poole will sit on it with his pocket, now goes to the right side, now to Brown. They'll swing it left side to Kalen Cottle. Dogs will throw it inside, lost by Lover and Brock Edwards. Oh, my goodness, lost the grip. Kind of an opposite thing of what you'll see in football where it's usually Brock Edwards throwing to Jackson Lover, and that time Jackson Lover threw it to Brock Edwards. Just a little bit too much off the mark. It goes out of bounds, Wadley basketball. Inside, Elijah Beverly. No good, somehow misses the foul. Another opportunity, they'll be fouled that time. A little bit more Paul on the ball from Jacob Champion. And going to the line will be Elijah Beverly. Yeah, Beverly was wide open at the initial look. Wasn't able to knock it down, but got his own rebound and drew the foul. First shot from Beverly, good. And you know when we were talking about guarding Elijah Beverly under the basket, Tim, we didn't mean completely foul the guy because he's just as dangerous from the free throw line. 28-12 in favor of Wadley. 5.04 to go third quarter. Next shot up and front of the rim, no good. Austin Champion has checked into the ball game now for Woodland. Jackson Lover goes left side, being guarded by Brown, somehow gets out of it. And whistle on the far end of the floor. Big foul on Wadley. Ball rolling all the way to the other end of the floor. Uh, Superintendent of Randolph County Schools, John Jacobs, rolls it back in. Kind of disappointed he didn't take the full court shot. I would love to see that. Casey Smith on the inbound will have it stolen. They fight for it, but Jonathan Poole with possession will go out of bounds before they can call jump ball. Or actually, no, they're going to call the foul on Smith. So they did get him before he went out of bounds. Okay. Jonathan Poole with a basketball now. Wadley leads 28-12 over Woodland. Casey Smith with the steal. But he's going to be guarded by Kalen Cottle, though, very heavily. Eli Rollins, the only one around, swings it out. He'll go into Morris. Morris from two, no good. Rebounded by Cottle, took it right out of the hands of Edwards. He'll go left side to pull this time. Pull middle of the floor, swings it out to Brown. Now back to Cottle. Cottle far side to Beverly. Inside, shot up, and somehow doesn't go in. Gets his own rebound. Short that time around, rebounded by Austin Champion. Putting two similarly sized guys out there, Austin Champion on Elijah Beverly. That helped Woodland in that situation. They'll throw it inside. Tay Brown almost has it stolen. Eli Rollins comes up with it. He'll go inside to Austin Champion. Champion with the shot, avoiding the foul. And here comes David Hall with the steal. Kalen Cottle has a lane, goes up with it. Brock, or excuse me, Briar Morris will swat and get the foul. You saw the speed there of Kalen Cottle. He got the basketball on the open floor, saw an opening and turned on the Jets towards the basket, forced the foul there. He'll get a couple of free throws. Lakevian O'Neal will come in. The next opportunity for the Bulldogs. Three Bobcats will come in. Dalton Boland, Jackson Lover, and Xander Morales comes in for Briar Morris, Brock Edwards, Eli Rollins. O'Neal, Brown, Cottle, Beverly and Poole on the floor for Wadley. Shot up and good. So he gets one, his third point from the free throw line tonight. It's now 29-12. 
Casey Smith swings it to Dalton Bowen. Bowen inside the Austin champion. Off the backboard and good, and he gets the three-point play. Austin champion waiting his time. Finally went in. He'll get a three-point opportunity. It's now 29-14. Austin, Woodland will have him for a few more years, one of the many sophomores they have on this team. Three-point play just short, and it will be O'Neal coming up with it, saving it for the Bulldogs. He'll immediately pass the pool. He'll go right side to Cottle. Cottle being double-teamed. They leave Brown wide open. He'll go inside for pool. He'll go inside to Beverly again. I just feel like you can just press that, press me saying Elijah under the basket over, 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 over again. 31 to 14. Casey Smith will be, uh, they'll get the jump ball, and the position there is pointing towards Woodland. Well, that's a situation where the official blew the whistle and don't, didn't know what to call. That, there was no shared possession there. That was still a loose ball. Wiley will get the ball now. Kalen Cottle slowly dribbling. Wiley starting to slow down now as they're up. 31-14 late here in the third quarter. Elijah Beverly under the basket again. Easy shot up, no good. They put two guys on him under the basket that time, not giving him enough of a window. Bobcats with the basketball now. Dalton Bolin will swing it out to Smith. Smith thought about taking the three. He's got to do something with it. He'll go inside. Kalen Cottle will steal it. He's got Jonathan Poole. If he has enough space to pass it, he decides not to. Decides to let his whole team get in front of him. Throws it up, foul called by or foul called on champion, uh, fouling Elijah Beverly. Good job by Cottle there. The pool looked like he was covered on the initial fast break, but Beverly was trailing the play and came open on the post. Cottle fed him, and Beverly drew the foul. Little uh, 55 on 55 crime there. Champion fouling Beverly. First shot up and no good. Another one of those foul shots, not only have we seen it from Wadley, but every game we've seen where they throw it up and it hits every inch of the rim except uh, going inside. Tate Bradford and Brock Edwards coming to the game now. Xander Morales, Dalton Bowling check out. At the next opportunity, Garrett Masters will go in for Wadley. Second shot from Beverly on the way. Front of the rim, no good. Rebounded by Buckshot. He'll go up and he'll draw a foul. Well, that's when you know things just aren't going your way right now for Woodland. One of the more automatic plays in basketball is the defensive rebound off of a free throw. But not only does Woodland not get the, the rebound, they they hack the guy that does. And First. so it's, it's more free throws for Wadley. First shot from O'Neal up and no good. Xander Morales, after a quick break, will come in for Tate Bradford. Checking out will be Elijah Beverly. Garrett Masters going in. Next shot from Buckshot. No good. Rebounded by Morales. Xander will pass it right side to Brock Edwards. Brock Edwards will throw it up and almost had the three-point play, but the shot was short. Probably the closest... Probably the only one-on-one opportunity Woodland's offense has gotten all game. Wadley's defense playing very tight today. First shot from Edward Sinks. He's got three on the night, all three coming from the free throw line. It's now 31-15, 2.22 to go third quarter. 
Next shot. That one's going to sink as well. They've really limited his action from the field tonight, but if I were them, I wouldn't foul him again. Kalen Cottle swings it out to Masters. Masters now back to Cottle. A great show of hands there for Kalen. Goes back to Garrett Masters. Long three upcoming. No good. Swatted out of bounds by Champion. Tried to bring it in Odell Beckham Jr. style, but I don't think anybody's hands are big enough to do that with a basketball. Not anybody playing here tonight anyway. Absolutely. Long three from pull up coming. No good. Gets his own rebound. Throws it up. And there is a foul called. They're going to get Xander Morales with that one. Coach Decker and the Woodland fans that are over on our side are letting the officials have their opinions. Poole went in really strong with that rebound after he got the offensive rebound, put down a strong two-handed dribble, and just sort of dove towards the basket looking for the contact. He might have initiated it. I think the Woodland fans may have an argument, but they're not going to win it. Second shot from Poole up and good. Nine points for the senior tonight, and they lead 33-16, to 153 to go in the third quarter. Still waiting for Woodland to get this offense going. And Xander Morales, I think he heard you. He's going to go in under the basket and get the play. Well-executed play there. They actually uh, seem like they weren't, like, grasping at straws. They finally had everybody in the right position. Other end of the floor, though, Jonathan Poole throws it up. It's no good, and it will be rebounded by Brock Edwards. He's going to take it himself. He'll throw it up, draws a foul. Not a bad play there. Brock Edwards was hauling it down the floor. Two dogs caught up with him. As he was going up with it, he carried two of those Bulldogs uh, out of bounds. So Brock Edwards will go to the floor now. He's gotten four points, all four from the free throw line. First shot from Edwards. First time he's missed. Hit the back of the rim, bounced twice, rolled right. Elijah Beverly now back in the game for Wadley. Checking in for Garrett Masters. Next shot from Edwards. Front of the rim, sinks. Five points for the junior. It's now 33-19 in favor of Wadley. Jonathan Poole with the basketball now. Backs up, three-point territory. Heavily guarded by both Lovert and Edwards. They'll swing it out to Minifield. Minifield now back to Poole. Poole throwing it over to Cottle. Cottle inside to Buckshot. Buckshot to Elijah. Fell off his back pocket, goes out of bounds. They tried a high-low there. Tried to feed Beverly, cut into the basket. He thought a Woodland player knocked it out of his grasp, but the officials say no, that Beverly touched it last. Casey Smith takes the inbound. He's on the right side of the floor, throws it left to Lover. Lover calling for somebody out on the wing, doesn't get it. He'll settle for Brock Edwards. Edwards inside to Morales. Morales throws it up, hoping to draw a foul. Does he get it? And they are going to give it to him. It won't be a shooting foul, though. Edwards looking for somebody. He's got to get rid of it. Goes inside to Morales. It'll bounce off Morales. Jackson Lovren's got it in the wing. He'll throw it off Jonathan Poole, and he goes out of bounds. So Woodland will get another opportunity in front of their bench this time. 
Outside, Casey Smith. He drives in, throws it up. A little short, saved by Austin Champion. And, oh, my goodness, Elijah Beverly thought he had it. Couldn't come up with it. Austin Champion went to go after it. But by the time Austin picked up, Elijah Beverly went and swatted at it. And there will be a foul on the floor. Well, it's not every day you see a person go out of bounds to save a ball and then be the first person to touch it when it comes back in bounds. But that's what happened for Champion. He goes flying into the stands to save the basketball, throws it back in, and got to the basketball once it was in bounds before anybody else could. I'm assuming Beverly thought somebody was beside him that was closer to the ball than he was, but everybody was on the other end of the floor ready to get the ball. Wadley basketball now. Elijah Beverly going up with it. No good. Rebounded by Champion. Champion's going to dump it off to Brock Edwards. Edwards behind everybody. Going to let everybody stay in front of him. Try to get back in their spots. They're being double teamed. Kalen Cottle trying to take it away from him. And there is a foul on the floor. They're going to call a jump ball instead of a foul. Wow. And it will. And Edwards talking to the official, asking what happened there. Woodland will still get the basketball, though, but official being very courteous and actually explaining it to him, not having a short fuse like you see sometimes nowadays. Jackson Lovren throws it up as the quarter ends, and it is no good. 33-19, your score in favor of Wadley. You're listening to the Randolph County Tournament live from Hanley High School and iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Right now, one in three drivers is cruising around in a state of skepticism about just how much value their car insurance company is delivering. If you're one of them, State Farm agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke can help you get to a better state because he'll talk with you, listen to you, and help put together a policy that has you written all over it, from cost to coverage, all backed by 24-7 customer support. Feeling less skeptical? Then call State Farm agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke and officially get to a better state with State Farm. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes. And get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. We're going to the fourth quarter here in Roanoke, the final quarter of the first round here on iSchool Sports Network. As the winner of this game will get the Hanley Tigers tomorrow night in prime time at 7.30. 33-19 is your score in favor of the Wadley Bulldogs. Woodland having a little bit of momentum there at the end of the first quarter. They get the basketball back. They'll have it stolen by Kalen Cottle, swatted to him by Elijah Beverly. On the other end of the floor, Jacob Champion will get the block. He'll give it to Casey Smith. Casey Smith over to Jackson Lovern. Jackson looks to go inside. He'll go into Xander Morales off the backboard, and he's got it. What a play by Xander. What a play by Jackson to find him under the basket. It's now 33-21. This was about how Woodland started off in the fourth quarter on Monday night. Started getting hot around the fourth quarter after they were down by 10. A lot more ground to make up, though, however. Elijah Beverly on the other end of the floor. He's got it. Elijah Beverly, 16 points on the night. 14 from the field. And they extend it to 35-21. A 14-point contest now between the Dogs and Cats. Jacob Champion will take a long two. He's got it. First time we've said his name since the... 
uh, first quarter. Oh, they did count him with a three. Okay, thought he had a foot in, never mind. So Jonathan Poole with the basketball now. Cottle swings it inside to Beverly. Beverly a little too far from where he makes his money, so he'll swing it back out to Kalen Cottle. Woodland turning up the defensive intensity to 10 right now. Jackson Lovern going with the ball. He'll get foul. He'll get the foul. A little too intense there for Lovern. He grabbed Poole by the waist, trying to just defend him there away from the basket. Kind of a silly foul in that situation. That's kind of the stuff you do when you're down by this much with about one minute left. Right. That was just unnecessary. Lovern will check out as well as Morales going in. Eli Rollins and Brock or uh, Briar Morris rather. Going to the line will be Jonathan Poole. They're up by 14. First shot from Poole up and good. Jonathan Poole with five points from the free throw line tonight. 36-24 in favor of Wadley. Next shot from Poole off the rim, rebounded by Jacob Champion. Champion will dump it off to Edwards. Edwards will back up, let his team get in front of him. Trying to find a lane inside. He'll find it in Morris, and he'll swat it out of bounds. Last touch by Beverly. So Edwards will look to inbound in front of his bench. He's got Champion and Morris right there front and center. He'll go to Casey Smith. Casey Smith losing the grip. And they're going to say that Poole touched it before it went across midcourt, avoiding the backcourt violation call. Eli Rollins has it now, goes inside to Brock Edwards. Edwards inside to Morris, foul call before he takes the shot. I'm not a fan of that call either. That, that's a foul that there was very little contact. Beverly sold it and took a flop almost, and it was after Edwards had gotten rid of the basketball. That's a no call in my book and a, a tough break for Woodland. And he actually <laughs> caught a look over at Beverly as he was looking over to Coach Tezak, kind of doing the shrug like, eh, what can you do? Coach Decker and Brock Edwards having a conversation. So we got a little bit of liquid on the floor. That'll cause a little bit of a delay, but we're good to go now. Minifield will inbound it to... Kalen Cottle. Cottle will go right side to Poole. Poole will keep it himself. Goes left side to Cottle. Cottle right side. Wanted to make another one of those fast break plays we saw in the second quarter to Lacavian O'Neill where they just kind of casually pass the ball. They finally see somebody inside and they'll sling it in there, but he lost grip of it. Casey Smith with the basketball now for Woodland. Jacob Champion finds a lane, throws it up, and no good. He gets it, but they're going to say that he was out of bounds when he came down with it. That's really hard to do, you know that? <laughs> well, he was out of bounds. He came from out of bounds and touched the ball first. You can't do that. That's considered out of bounds, even if your whole body's in. Wadley with the basketball now. Jonathan Poole throwing to a wide open. Kalen Cottle off the back of the rim. No good. Thought that had every opportunity to sink in. Did not. So Dalton Bowling will take the inbound, uh, inbound now as the ball goes out. 
Smith goes left side to Bowen. Bowen now to Lovern. Lovern looking to drive inside, throws it back to Bowen. Bowen now back to Smith. They'll go left to Jackson Lovern. Jackson calling for somebody to get inside. Kalen sets a screen, shot up, no good, rebounded by Morris. Morris now back to Bowen, and they are going to get a foul call. Minifield, too much body on Bowen down there in the corner. And they got him for the foul. Tay Brown will come in for Isaac Minifield. That is his second foul of the night. So on the floor for Wadley, Elijah Beverly, Tay Brown, Jonathan Poole, uh, Buckshot O'Neill, and Kalen Cottle. Shot from Bowling up and no good, rebounded by Poole. Poole will sprint as he goes across midcourt, slows up, goes inside to Cottle, who will then throw it into Buckshot, who will then throw it into Beverly. Shot up, no good, whistle blown. Be a push foul on Briar Morris. So go to the line will be Elijah Beverly. First shot from Elijah sinks. Bowling checks out. Edwards goes in for Woodland. So for Woodland on their end of the floor, Edwards, Jacob Champion, Briar Morris, Jackson Lovern, and Casey Smith. Next shot from Beverly sinks. Not a bad night for Mr. Beverly. Yeah, he's putting it together. 38 to 24. And now is the time for Woodland. If they're going to make a move and make a run at this thing, they've got to start making a run right now. They'll throw it out. No look pass to Edwards. Edwards, if he can find Lovern, wide open, three-pointer, short, rebounded by Cobble. And Lovern... Getting the foul on that one, kind of using Cottle as a cushion. So he doesn't fall and hurt himself too bad. Again, Jackson Lovern wide open, but that Wadley defense being in Brock Edwards' face didn't give him enough opportunity to give him space to make the pass. Definitely made Woodland pay right there. So Kalen Cottle going to the line. The majority of his points coming from the free throw line. First shot is up. Count it. 39-24, Wadley, with 4.19 to go in this one. The winner of this game gets the Hanley Tigers tomorrow night at 7.30. Next shot, that one's going to sink as well. Excellent free throw shooting tonight by the Wadley Bulldogs. They only have three players that have shots or have made points in uh, from the free throw line, and, man, they've made a lot of them from there. I stand corrected, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. It's not 7.30. The girls' championship is scheduled for 5.30. The boys at 7. Shot up from Champion, other in the floor, too much. Foul called. Hanley Lady Tigers and the Woodland Lady Cats, 5.30 tomorrow, 7 o'clock, will be the winner of this game, taking on the host Hanley Tigers. And you'll have to refresh this again, uh, Tim. Uh, Hanley, both varsity teams have a pretty impressive streak as uh, Jacob Champion will seek his first free throw. It's now 40 to 25. Uh, what uh, what number is on the line for Hanley if they were to win both games tomorrow? Well, the girls it'll be five in a row, and for the boys it'd be 12 in a row, which no one has ever done, either boys or girls. Uh, that extends the record streak. The 
The streak, the high streak was 10. Randolph County had that streak for a while. Hanley matched that a couple years ago and then broke it last year. Dogs with a basketball on the other end of the floor. Jonathan Poole with a long three. Misses the mark, and it will go out of bounds. Who was it last touched by? It was Xander Morales and uh, Elijah Beverly both going for it. They're going to say that it was uh, Morales the last touched it. So Wadley will inbound it under their basket. Inside to Buckshot. Buckshot to a wide open. Kalen Cottle, who will then turn it in to Jonathan Poole. Shot up, no good. Foul called. They're going to get a foul on Poole. And again, because you are the sports editor of this paper, that Randolph County streak, that wouldn't have uh, happened to have been in the early 90s, would it? I think it was earlier than that. I, I, really? It was wow. at the really kind of the outset of the tournament in the late 70s and, and through most of the 80s. Xander Morales with the basketball now for the Cats inside the champion. Champion has it swatted away. He'll save it. Morales still in three-point territory. Goes inside to champion. Champion's got to make the shot. Shot up, no good. Rebounded by Beverly. No, they're actually going to fight for it. They're going to call a jump ball, and that possession arrow will be over to Woodland. reason I ask that is because I know Randolph County had a team there where uh, uh, now Coach Lamont Herring and Coach Clifford Drummonds were uh, staples on that team at one time. I was wondering if that was a part of the streak. Very nearly won a state championship, did those two in, in Drummond's senior year. Jacob Champion under the basket makes it, and he'll go to the line for a three-point play. Eleven points on the night for Jacob Champion. Looking for point number 12. He's got it. 40 to 28, your score now. 2.57 to go in this one. Cats down by 12. Cottle with the ball, throws it right side to Poole. Poole inside to Beverly, now out to Tay Brown. Tay Brown out to Poole. Poole being double teamed, as you can imagine, Jackson Lovern pushing him all the way to midcourt. They'll go inside to Beverly, now inside to Tay Brown, and Edwards will throw that one out of bounds. Foul called. It'll be a foul on Edwards. Got a little bit too much contact there as he tried to swat the ball away. First shot from Brown up and no good. Tay Brown, a lot of minutes in this game, no points to this point. Next shot from Brown, short. Rebounded by, actually it goes out of bounds. Who are they going to say touched it last? They're going to say it's going to stay on this side of the floor. Tay Brown checks out of the game. Garrett Masters goes in. Masters right side to O'Neal. O'Neal inside to Beverly. Shot up, misses the opportunity, but he takes advantage again, and it sinks. Beverly never even had to jump for that second chance basket. The ball just fell off the backboard into his hands, and he put it right back up and knocked it home. Jacob Champion with the shot, foul called. Yeah, that one went right back to him and right on the money. Elijah Beverly in his post gets under the basket, makes the play. So foul call, that will be the third on Beverly. Going to the line again is Jacob Champion. And that gives Beverly 20 points tonight. Obviously the leading scorer for both teams. First shot from Champion up and no good. 
Next shot from Champion up and good. Had three points coming into the third quarter, now up to 11. Checking into the ball game now for Wadley. Timothy Cox coming in for Buckshot. Two minutes to go in this one. Wadley comfortably on top by a score of 20, uh, 42 to 29. They've got it on their end of the floor now. Beverly goes inside to Cox. He'll have it bounce off his ankle, and Woodland will take advantage. Cats will go right side to Morales. Morales loses it on the corner. Yeah, and the, the barn burner that we were hoping to see, the closely contested ball game has just not materialized here tonight. These two teams played each other very evenly on their own home courts, but they get out here on the neutral court, and Wad it's barely been all Wadley from the opening tap. Playing consistent the entire way through. That'll definitely win you some ball games. Pull with a basketball now. Goes left side to Cottle. Cottle looking to find a lane. Jackson Lovin will have it swatted, and they'll fight for it down at the bottom, and I think Coach Zachary's going to call a timeout to keep it on his end of the floor. We'll take one with him. 42-29, widely on top. 134 left in this one. This is the Randolph County Tournament live on High School Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other these and or marketing names, products, or services reference here independent of SPF. Bulldogs will inbound following the 30-second timeout. Kalen Cottle will have it. Wadley up 42-29. Elijah Beverly wide open in three-point land. That's definitely not the shot he's going to be taking. And Woodland's going to try to start fouling now as Morris over in the corner will be the guilty party. I think Morris says, I wasn't trying to foul. I was trying to grab the ball. <laughs> First shot from Elijah. Good. My goodness. <laughs> 21 points for Beverly. Make that 22. And Beverly's had a big night tonight, but now you can start to look forward to tomorrow night and how this Wadley team will match up with Hanley. Beverly not going to have the same kind of easy night offensively. He's not going to have the size advantage that he has had here tonight against this Woodland team. Hanley's big men are going to be a big problem for Wadley tomorrow in that matchup. Edwards up the lane, shot and no good, rebounded by Kalen Cottle. And a little bit of an accidental bump for uh, Brock Edwards trying to get back into position, ran into uh, the ball carrier, Cottle. And it looks like Justin Decker is going to empty his bench and concede the point on this game. Trailing by 15 with a minute nine left to play. First shot up and good from Cottle. It's now on the floor for the Bobcats. Number 12, Caleb Kelly. Number 55, Austin Champion. Number two, Dalton Bowen. Number 22, uh, Eli Rollins. Number 30, Guy McManus. Coming off for the final time tonight, you would assume Jonathan Poole, Elijah Beverly. 
Next shot from Cottle. No good. Rebounded by Kelly for the Bobcats. And they'll lose the handle immediately, and Kalen Cottle will throw it up, and he'll make the basket. Only his second two-point field goal of the night. It's now 47-29 inside of a minute to go. Guy McManus with the basketball, finding the lane. Off the top of the backboard, no good. Rebounded by Cox. Tay Brown's got the basketball. He'll throw it up, and Eli Rollins will swat it out of bounds. Clean blocks will only be a loss of possession. Buckshot O'Neill will come back into the ball game for Kalen Cottle. You assume his night's done, too. No look to Brown. Brown still on the right side for David Hall. Hall outside to Masters. Masters to the left side for Cox. Cox looking to go inside. Decides not to. It'll be stolen by Austin Champion. Austin Champion will lose the grip. Tried to save it from going out of bounds, and he couldn't quite uh, save it before it did. He really took out the student section over here in the end zone. Yeah, some kids' lives flashed before their eyes over there on that Hanley student section underneath the basket. 27 seconds to go. Tay Brown will take it casually for the Bulldogs. He'll pass it off to Buckshot. Buckshot right side to Masters. Fingers trying to kill clock here, not doing anything too crazy up 47-29. Cox with a basketball. He'll try for some points. He'll throw it up. No good. Rebounded by Hall. It'll be swatted out of bounds by Kelly. The gym emptying out now as this game's very nearly over. Inside for Cox. Will be picked up by Hall with two seconds left. Long shot. No good. And that's how this one will end with your score 47 to 29 in favor of the Wadley Bulldogs. Tomorrow night, the Wadley Bulldogs and the Hanley Tigers playing at 7 o'clock at 5.30 will be the Hanley Lady Tigers and the Woodland Lady Cats. So be sure to come on out here and uh, watch the basketball championship Saturday. Both Hanley teams will be represented, one from Wadley, one from Woodland. Should be a fun night, Tim Altor. That's right. We should see uh, a couple of good basketball games, a couple of good matchups. And that's about all that needs to be said. We'll see y'all tomorrow night at 530 if you're ready to wrap this thing up. I am, too. A big thanks to uh, Tim Altork, our uh, broadcast partner tonight, uh, everybody involved in uh, what we're doing tonight, uh, Adam Slay, Lon Hurst, uh, Matthew Knights down there as well. Um, big thanks to everybody, and a big thanks to Hanley High School for inviting us out and uh, being so courteous uh, for allowing us to come out broadcast the games and uh, hate hate to you know toot our own horns, but you know we, we're, we're treated like royalty here at Hanley. They're doing a really good job of taking care of not only us, but taking care of uh, our secondary crew, taking care of all the coaches, taking care of all the players, and everything uh, that goes along with making this tournament run. So again, until tomorrow night, you know we'll uh, be having this one again. I know uh, you'll actually be doing your day job, if you will, taking pictures for the championship games. Adam Slay will be joining me on uh, the broadcast tomorrow night. So you can look forward to championship Saturday with both me and Adam Slay calling the action. Uh, So until then, we hope everybody has a wonderful night, and we'll uh, see you again tomorrow night. We invite you to come out to the Hanley Gymnasium and watch these tournament games in action. But if you can't, we'll have coverage beginning around 525 tomorrow for Varsity Girls action, the Hanley Lady Tigers and the Woodland Lady Cats. So for the broadcast partner, Tim Altork, for Matthew Knight, for Adam Slay, for Lon Hurst, everybody involved, in tonight's broadcast. I'm Taylor Jones signing off. We'll see you tomorrow night.
This has been an exclusive presentation on the iSchool Sports Network. High School Basketball brought to you in part by First Bank, The Knowles Group, Southern Union, State Community College, Ressa's Unique Boutique, Trailer Health and Rehab, Meadows Farm Equipment, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, and The Randolph Leader. Stay tuned for more sports on the iSchool Sports Network.